If you would look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, beginning with verse 12. The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts, and though all of its parts are many, they form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit into the body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all given one spirit to drink. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. And if they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weak or indispensable and the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has combined the members of the body and has given greater honor to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this morning and the time in worship and we come and the time in your word to hear from you as you've heard from us. All of this connecting and meeting with you that we would be changed and transformed into your image, Jesus. Awaken us to facts that we've known and forgotten to those things that we have not followed. This morning, help me to speak your words, but I pray that you go beyond anything I could ever say. That you not only make it clear, but you would make it direct. By the power of your Holy Spirit, in each of us, fall, move, move us, change us. We thank you for all of this and for being here with us today. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So as we start, I need <clears throat> I need someone to help out that is good with construction. Somebody that's good with construction can work alone and can work off of a picture. Is there somebody that's basically, you know, somebody that's good with construction and work off somebody who, who's good with that? John, I, I see your kids volunteering you. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Hey, it made things. John, okay, so John, uh, I'm going to have you do this building. It's up here. I have the building materials right here. Uh, don't have to worry. It's something you're going to do during the message. Um, so, uh, uh, and you don't have to worry about not having a toolkit. I have a toolkit uh, for you to be able to use. Now, it's not going to be hard because it's something you've seen before, a church. Right? It's, you're basically just building like a, a small church model. By the way, uh, you might want to check out the building materials here first so you have some idea. Go ahead. You can come on up here. Uh, right, right right, in here. 
They look like this. Can I hire some people? No, this is just you, John. You have this. This is it. And, of course, the toolbox is actually. You've never used these. So, and if people are not sure what these are, then tell them these are Legos. So, and, oh, I got to turn my PowerPoint on. Just so you have an idea of what you're doing. Uh, there you go. <clears throat> Not, no, no. He's, 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 got, he's on his own. He said he can work alone. He said he got this. Uh, now, that might be a little complicated, so uh, let's go with this model. Okay? All right. The reality is, let's, let's face it, I think all of us is willing to let John off the hook. There's no way he's going to get it done in the time we have here. It, it, it's just not possible with all of this to to get by himself to to build a church. The good news is God has already built the church. That's the great news. God has already built the church. And what we're going to do today is a look at how God has already built his church using us as pieces, much like Legos. You know, there's a, a sense that Legos are a great illustration as we begin our series that is entitled, and I think you've heard it. Here we go. I know some of you over there, but you can see. Better Together. What a great way to illustrate it uh, for those. And I know some of you are saying, well, I'm not a kid. But listen, Legos have been around since 1950. So don't be telling me. Uh, I know we have some concept of this. We're going to look at how God uses us as his pieces to uh, build that which is ultimately better together. Uh, today, I really want us to, if that's the only thing we grasp is that we are better together because God has built us together. Not, not just something we do, but it's something that God has done. We are better together because God has built us together. And, and we're going to see right here in 1 Corinthians 12 how he does that and, and the way he works that. But let's look at the big picture of this and understand what we're talking about. I showed you the picture of a church of Legos, but let's look at the big picture as it is in scriptures in other places besides 1 Corinthians 12. One of the places is in uh, 1 Peter chapter 2. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God chosen and precious, you yourselves like living stones are being built up as a spiritual house. You see that? That part that I just read there? This is what God is doing. You yourselves, like living stones, not exactly Legos, but the point is putting it together, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, now you have received mercy. So there's one of the places where God says that his, what he's doing is he's taking the stones, he's taking the pieces and building them into a spiritual house. And the next is in Ephesians chapter 2. 
as you, um, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19, So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Just like Legos being pieced together, put together to make something extraordinary together, we are being, as it says the very last sentence there, we are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Oftentimes our American mindset is it's just about I am the dwelling place. My body is, and yes, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, but that's the only way we think about it. We don't recognize that it is together. We are being built together. And we need to grasp that we are better together because God has built us together. How does he do that? We're going to look at a couple, uh, a few different points here this morning. God uses many pieces to build one church. Let's go back in chapter 12 here in 1 Corinthians, and let's look at verses 12 to 14. The body is a unit that is made up of many parts. So it's one made up of many parts. And though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit and body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we are there given one spirit to drink. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. God uses many pieces uh, to build his church and some people say yeah that is not me i got that doesn't use me because i'm uh, well first of all i'm not a people person you know this whole thing pieces together you know i i'm not a people person well if you are a christian you are a people person you became a people person because you became a little Christ. That's what Christian means. You became and become like Christ. You have been remade. You have been reborn with special little connections on you. Like that you see up there on the screen with the Legos. When we came to Christ, we got these little connectors that maybe we never had before. To connect with others. Just like every Lego is made to connect with other Legos, we are made to connect with others. God had decided long ago that we are better together, and that's how he made us. Many parts fitting together as one. The point of these pieces are that they would be built together, not sit by themselves. God has not only given each believer a part in the church, he has made each believer a part of the whole. You're not just some little part in a church, you are a part in the whole, the big. What God uses to make his amazing masterpiece is a collection of many individual pieces. Uh, Legos of various shapes and sizes and, and colors. You know, um, you can't make... Uh, a building just out of all one kind of block. I have just a top of a of a building uh, that it was torn off. Can't imagine kids doing that. Um, 
by the top of a building that has a number of different kinds of blocks. It's hard to imagine that it could look like this, but you get the whole thing, and it's pretty big, the building, the way it goes. It's not just these big old six blocks, you know, type of thing. There's little ones, there's round ones, there's there's different color ones. That's what God uses to build his church. Different sizes, different shapes, different colors, different. Because that's really the only way it works. If it's all the same, it will not work. You cannot build. I don't know about you, but I don't want a church with all the same size pieces. You know? God's kingdom is a variety. Not just a block, but some things that, that it's hard to even describe them, but they have a purpose. There is a point. There is a place. Legos are a great example of unity because here is how they beautifully all connect together and yet there is no uniformity. They don't look the same. They are not the same and yet they fit together to create something so much more. Some pieces are very ordinary. Some uh, Legos uh, just don't look right when you look at them. They don't seem like they would fit. They even look like they might be broken. How can they make them like this? But when you look at the plan, you see exactly where it fits. And the master has a plan for each and every one of us. You may not feel like you're the basic block of Christian and all that it is and who you are. But God has you. And he wants you not just to be a part. He says you are a part. Some are very unique. Each has a place. Each has a role. Each has a purpose. Uh, here's another fun fact. I don't know if this has been fun fact yet. But... Here's another fun fact. Uh, we have Legos from our first child. Some of you know there's a, quite a distance between our first child and our last child. Uh, we have Legos from our first child when he was young and Legos from our uh, last child in his childhood. And we even, I, I think we have some that are from even before them. We have the, these Legos. And you know what? It's interesting. It doesn't matter how old a Lego is. It is always able to connect with other Legos. It's not something that wears out. No matter how many times you've played with it, you don't see those holes not being there. You know, it's not something that, that, that stops. There is still a place in the master plan no matter what our age. The very nature, the very purpose of what a Lego is, is to connect with other people. The very nature, the very purpose of what God has made us is for relationship. Relationship with Him and relationship with others. To connect. We'll talk more about that as we go through this series. Including on our friend day. We have been built together to be better together. Let's move on. God uses every piece to build His church. Look at verse 14 where we had left off. 
uh, bodies made one but of many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? To say that we are better together for some people is a stretch, but as we think about what that's saying there, because some people are like, I, I think that, let's, let's do it this way. I got an idea. Um, let's give another opportunity to build a church, except not make it as elaborate. Uh, now, we don't have as much time left here, so it's going to have to be quicker. So, And I'm really thinking maybe a young person who has worked with, uh, these before that that would be good and would like 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 to do this. Uh, all right, Aaron, you got your. All right, now I, here here's the deal. Um, because of the way this is working and all that, I want to give you your tools. I want to give you your uh, uh, your material. Go ahead. Uh, there, okay. Build a church with that, would you? It it. It, it's a bigger one. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's big. It's there. You go. There's your material. Uh, yeah, that, that doesn't really work. Uh oh. It just it went went down through there. Uh, so are you trying to tell me you can't build a church with this? And part of one? Yeah, but that, that's not going to. The point is, you have to build a whole church. Oh, you need the whole box. Okay, well, you know what? So does God. He can't build it with just one or just a few. God needs the whole box. And that's this point. God uses every piece to build his church. You can't say, I do not belong to the body because I'm not a hand or because I'm not that. I don't bar. No, every piece. God wants to use. There is no such thing as a lone Lego. It really, can you imagine putting this on display even? Say, well, this is a memorabilia. Uh, you, you can't really see this, but it's like this one lone black Lego. Oh, I'm going to put that in a nice place in my home. Light it up. You know, no, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. There's nothing... It only has meaning when it's together with others. And our meaning that God created us for is together with others, being built together. Every piece. There's a lot of people that think that the way the Christian life is led is, you know, hey, I love the Lord and I'm serving Him. It's just one individual Lego piece. That's fine with me. I'm okay with that. But you know what? God's not. Because that's not His plan. That's not his design. That's not how he's making his church. God uses every piece to build his church. And as we see in these verses, it takes not just many pieces, but every piece connected together for God to build. We were made to be better together as a part of a bigger picture of a bigger building for God, of God, with God. That was his plan. That is his plan. And we've probably heard at one time or another that we are his hands and feet. We are the hands and feet of Jesus. And usually in our thinking, we take this to mean I am his hands. I'm his feet. Jesus is up in heaven. 
he's on the throne and he's left me here and I am to be his hand and his feet. No, I am not. We are to be his hands and feet. Some think they don't need others, but that's not the way God made us or made the church. You can't just have hands and feet out there without the body, without arms and legs helping people. I mean, just think about this for a minute because we're using that analogy. I want you to think about it. I am his hands. That's a little creepy, like a hand crawling around, you know. It doesn't have meaning unless there's an arm with it and connected to a body. It's a little creepy if there's feet going out there and there's nothing connected. That's just not good. That's not the way God put it, the pieces together. Here in 1 Corinthians 12, God uses every piece to build his church, built together so that we might build together, ultimately being better together. Look at verse 19. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I do not need you. The head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and those parts we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while the presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has combined the members of the body and given them greater honor with the parts that lacked us, that lacked it. You know, the bigger blocks, the bigger Lego blocks are not necessarily of bigger importance or bigger responsibility in the whole plan. The same way in, in our life. Sometimes we think, oh, yeah, those people in the church, oh, what a saint they are, what a worker they are. They, you know, they're, they're the big... They're the big square blocks, which I'm sure they'd like to be called that. Uh, you know, those are the ones that are important. If you think about it, you can get a lot done on a building, I suppose, if we had a bunch of these just pieces like this. But Aaron would never finish building a church with just these pieces. All you do is just have walls that just keep going up. There would never be a roof. There would never be other parts. Uh, there would never look uh, a door. You wouldn't have all, so many things. It would not be there. It's all needed. And, and every piece is needed. There are some unique small pieces that maybe only have one use, but they are needed for that one use, for that one specific spot. And that may be you. Maybe you haven't felt like you found where that is, but God has that place. And for no one to think, I'm not really that important. I really don't have, I'm, I'm just a small little piece. There is no such thing. Because when you look at the plan that has been drawn out, the, the design, the schematics, it is important to have that little piece there. God eats every piece, each and every. God builds each and every piece into its place. The next point as we think about this, I, I want you to look at verse 18. If you've just been kind of listening to me read, I hope that you could look at this. 
But in fact, God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. In verse 24, it kind of talks something similar to that. While uh, It says, while our presentable parts need no special treatment, but God has combined the members of the body and given them greater honor. God is the one that's combined them, but not just combined them. This verse 18, which is just, I don't know if we actually stop and think about what this is saying here. God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. God has not only built us together, connected us, but God is the one who connects us. He doesn't just make us for connection. He's the one who connects us to the whole. God, as verse 18 says here, God very specifically, God very meticulously puts us in place. This is an amazing verse that some people really don't want to be a part of and don't want to hear. And yet the reality is God has in fact arranged the parts in the body every one of them, just as he wants them, just where he wants them to be. The word that says arranged there is arranged. That word means God has put, God has placed, God has laid, God has set, God has fixed every part, each and every one in place. You think about building Legos. God has already put you in place. But are we living like that? God, build us that way. I think most of us get the fact that the church is not something we go to. And we recognize that as individuals, we each are the church, that together we are the church. But have we actually recognized that God has not just built us together, but he has specifically put us in place as part of his master's assembly directions that he has. As you look on the plan, there is Tim right there. There is Kirby right there. He did that. He put them there. Do we recognize that? Each of us has a specific, not only purpose, but place. A spot in the grand design. And his plan for you includes others. Christianity is not an individual sport. We are better together. In Matthew chapter 16, Jesus is speaking. And he says, I tell you in verse 18 that you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. The statement I want to just grab a hold of there is Jesus says, I will build my church. A lot of times we try to build his church as men and women. But Jesus says, I will build my church. And he's not just kind of, I'm going to help. I will build. He really builds his church. Just like thinking, putting the little Lego pieces in. He puts us in place. Piece by piece. Person by person. Making it so that we connect. And whether we want to or not, whether we want that, we need to make wake up to the fact that God has snapped us in place. God has snapped us 
in place, connecting us exactly where he wants you. Although we may not realize where that is, we know we're here, but we can't see the big picture to understand where it all is and what it is. But the church kit that God has You're in there. Your peace. And he's already put it together. Built us together. Uh, he built his kids together so that we might build his kingdom together beyond anything that we could ever do on our own. And we mentioned the reality earlier that John wasn't going to be able to just do this on his own, to build it by himself. But if he did get a whole bunch of people, and especially young people who know what they're doing with Legos, they, they probably could get something together. That's the way God means for it to work. It's not just, hey, that's, that, that makes sense. No, that's the way he planned it. That's the way his purposes are. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. I believe I have it up here. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity and faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure of the statures of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, craftiness, deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint which with it is kept, equipped and each part is working properly makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love it's saying there that each of us have different pieces part each of us are different pieces and parts but together we build up not just we build up one another like if i i i you know i, I uh, mentioned Kirby's name earlier. I know he doesn't mind. So if, if Kirby and I are talking and we we share some scriptures and you know there's some things that really encourage us, you know, okay, yeah, we're building one another up. But what God's talking about is something even beyond what two parts. It's all the parts are connected. And when each part does its work, verse 15 and 16 there, when each part does its work, the body grows into maturity. The body builds itself up when each part is in place doing its work. He's made it all fit together. When each part is in place connected, But when we take ourselves out of the box or when we take ourselves out of the place, I mean, God puts us there. That doesn't mean that we don't end up being a missing piece. We don't realize that that doesn't just affect us. And a lot of times people think, oh, it's not affecting me. I'm fine. I'm the same Christian I was before. Even if that's true, that we're the same Christian we were before, that really shouldn't be true of any of us. We should be different. We should be growing. We should be changed. And it's essential not just to my maturity, but to all of our maturity. 
that God made us as a whole to work together. I know some treat uh, church and this whole building of the church like it's a bunch of Jenga pieces loosely uh, stacked on top of one another and you just kind of precariously watch out and one piece, you pop your piece out and everything will be fine as long as the last person doesn't pop the wrong piece out then the church just falls apart. But really God has snapped us into place like Legos. It's not just laid on top of one another. We, it, it hurts. It is felt when those pieces get pulled apart from one another. It is felt that it is missing. A lot of times, uh, that's, that's what verse 21, we didn't read that earlier. Uh, or the eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. But that is what some of us say at times. And as it's said here, it's not being presented as a positive thing to say. To recognize that who we are as individuals, who we are with others. Not each piece to do its part, but for each piece to stay in its place. To stick together. Because that's what God chose. That's where God placed us. And, and when we see parts that are that are MIA, missing, to encourage them. Those parts that think that they don't fit, help them to realize they do. They may not be like other pieces, and that's okay. You don't have to be. They may not fit everywhere, but there is a spot that God has for you. And he's calling us all to something greater. God made you to be a part. But more than that, he's already put you in place and chosen you. And when we choose to be a missing piece, we are missing out on the peace of God. In our personal lives. Some may think, oh, that, that seems like kind of a stretch, you know. So we're not a part, so then we're, we're, not, we're not being our peace, so we miss out on peace. The reason I can say that is because where we find the peace of God is in the center of His will. In the very center of His will, no matter what's happening, is where there is peace and joy and love. And when we are outside of the center of His will, that is when we find that we do not have that same peace and joy that we think we should have. And the very center of God's will as we read in Corinthians 12 here, is each and every piece is a part of a whole, of one, and God is building us together. There are a number of Christians who will t- take themselves out and think it's not a big deal, uh, a missing piece. I mean, God knows about it, but it really shouldn't be that noticeable. I mean, there may be a hole there. But I, I guarantee you, if I just pulled out one block in here, Yeah, it might hold together. But it's not just about the looks. This whole thing now becomes less stable. The pieces that are beside it are not as held firmly. Are not finding the support they need by just taking out that one piece. If you've ever built... uh, 
It doesn't have to be a Lego kit. Maybe you built something from Ikea or something. I don't know. Uh, you know? Yeah, something like that. And you get everything together and you're putting it and there is one piece you're missing. It's never the piece you don't need. Because there isn't a piece you don't need in those kind of things. You're missing. So you're looking all over. It's only one piece. You just put together 242 pieces. And you're worrying about one piece. If you've been there, you know. Yes, I am worried about this one piece. This one piece holds this part that holds this part. And those two can't come together if they don't have that. And this thing doesn't work. And it's just a nice thing to look at. We need that. You imagine God said, hey, what happened to that piece that I put in there? Where's the piece? It does matter. You matter. God, his plan, his plan is to keep the pieces together. Every part is needed. The question is not, should I be serving? The question is, where? How? Where do I see God in God's plan that he has put me? Some people think you just make a choice whether to be a part. But Christianity, as we said earlier, it's a team event. That's the way God made us, that we're better together. Every piece being used in the box, every Christian in the kit he's using to build his church. So it's time for us to live up to our full potential, to live up to what God has planned for us, to get into the center of his will for us, not just as individuals, but as a church together, to come together, to be able to be what Jesus is trying to build his church to be. And we can talk about it. We can share. And next week we're going to talk about, you know, uh, the the annual meeting kind of thing. Well, those who aren't members, you don't have to worry about turning, but just kind of talk about where we've been and a little bit about where we're going. We can talk about that, but it has to be, we, you can have all kinds of plans. You can have the plans drawn up, but if the pieces don't get in place, it's hard for that to come together and what God wants to do. Let's just begin as we think through this month to grab a hold of the fact that we are better together. Whether or not you believe that yet, whether or not you think that is truth, God does. God created us that way. God made the church to be parts of a whole, better together. And so we start with, even if it's hard for us experientially to grasp a hold of that, to say, God thinks we're better together. Maybe I need to think that. Ask the worship team to come and the communion stewards as well here as we just prepare ourselves to come together to the Lord's table. You know, communion is something that is done. uh, You read in 1 Corinthians 11, in the body of Christ together, having communion Uh, the bread that is broken we say represents christ's body but is recognizing the body not only the body of christ that was broken but the body of christ that comes together to do this this is not something we do individually it's something together 
Uh, communion is open to all who call upon Jesus as their Lord or Savior. You don't have to be a member or anything like that. But he does want you to be a member of his family and to know that. And if for some reason you just aren't sure about whether you are or where you are at with God, I encourage you to, to talk with myself or any of these guys in the front here and the elders or some who are not here today to know that Jesus did all this not just for me. Jesus died on the cross. We make it so personal sometimes. He didn't just die for me. For God so loved the world. He did it for all, for us, and recognize that this day. Father, I pray that you'd help us to recognize your value that you have, but not just that, the way you created us, you remade us to be better together.